All right, hello and howdy, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Team Next Level Quad Pod. I'm Greg, joined by Marilyn, James, and Rich. What's up, folks? Hello. 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 How is everybody doing this week? Good. Yeah, excellent. Mm, back to normal almost. Yeah, all mm. healthy now, James? Finally. About like 92%. 92, okay. <laughs> is that what Garmin says or <laughs> that was, is that, that, was is that another metric? I, I mean, I was on detraining. I hit detraining <laughs> in like my week and a half point, I think, and then yeah. back to maintaining. But I think it's like now it's just, I figured out it was like a lot of allergies lingering mm-hmm. after being sick. So mm-hmm. um, Allergy yeah. season is bad. Yeah. It's bad this year. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff floating around in the air. Seems like everybody's dealing with it in their own way. So. I mean, if you want to hear something gross, sure. <laughs> my mucus what? is like so thick from this <laughs> allergens. Like at the track the other day, you're like, I can't do snot rockets like you guys. Yeah. No, I don't or, do snot rockets. Oh, don't either. put me into that. <laughs> oh, like, like Rich. Sorry. Okay. So Rich. Rich is yep. a professional. <laughs> like, professional. A sniper. I'm, I've had allergies <laughs> since since I was a teen. Sniper on the bike. Anyway, so I can't do that. So I have to do what's gross is like kind of tilt my head back and let it like drip back and then spit it oh, out. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. gross. He's sucking it back. So I'm like, you know, like, and then I'm like, spitting it out. And then that's spit why, it out, but that's it's so why thick. He likes oysters so much. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking about. It was so thick in the back of my throat. It was touching the part of your throat that were like, you know, if you were to touch it with your finger, your, your uvula, oh, uvula. Yes. It was, I was eliciting the vomit response. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get this out of my throat right now. Like, so that's how thick it is right now. And I was like, I've never had this feeling before. Um, but yeah, it was like constant, but it was like, it kept all the allergens kept bothering saline. me during their run. I, I've been, I've been nasal flushing every day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Have you been using the, the like neti, whatever yes, pot yes. thing that I'm, clears you out? And the, the problem right now is there's a shortage on distilled water. At you least that's just, what the ShopRite sign yeah, said. So, no, like, there is. I, last time I went there, there was one jug left. I was so lucky. <laughs> you can just microwave Use, yeah. and boil water and cool it. Who has time <laughs> to microwave water? It's well, not you could that do long. that to make it clean, but I think that distilled also, there's like no minerals or anything. Yeah, but that's not the problem. They uh, just don't want actually, it. then again, I'm putting salt up my nose yeah, with the stuff. Right, so yeah. I, they don't want but, any bacteria yeah. being put up there. That's all. I yeah. guess I could have done that. You could. But yeah, now I've been know. flushing. Everything, but it's just a little like Neti pot, like videos, right? Have you seen those? Oh. Have I showed you mine? No, no. you haven't seen his. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seen the egg yolk video. I mean, yeah. we could oh, somehow no, work that I, into the clip. You've yeah, seen no, it, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to see that again. <laughs> I'll show you later, Rich. Uh, no. So it, <laughs> James is healthy. We're we're good. We're good. Um, we're over. This Doesn't now. sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> Physically, he's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Take some Benadryl. Yeah. So I don't know what 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 fix him. Um, yeah, so race week got a race post week. We had uh, the first. We uh, busted the we rust opened off. The season. We mm-hmm. opened the season. That's the mm-hmm. word I was looking for. Opened the season last week. James wasn't able to join us because of uh, sad about that. Snot still. oysters. Loogies, <laughs> <laughs> as yeah, you said. Loogies. Uh, but we went out there at oh my god, so early. Oh my gosh. What but was the, what was the car ride like? Awesome. It was well, fun. But it was a little bit quiet. <laughs> it was fun. He, yeah, That's he was the, not. He was very quiet, actually. As as he, he I woke think up. Greg made it. I think Greg made me out to be more talkative than I. Yeah. Or were you just like, yeah, as, shy? As, he just warmed up. I felt he like you were pretty calm though. Like yeah, I didn't yeah. Get any it wasn't like a nervous talk. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or was it because it was there was other people around? If it was just you and mm. Greg, is it different? No, it's family. It's all good. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, just no. me and I, I also don't think three o'clock in the morning is that much of a difference from when we usually go. We get right. up at four. So we lost yeah. an hour. 
Yeah, yeah it, I try and wake done. up at four thirty, but I mean an hour and a half. No, no, when we're at a race like, uh, and yeah. transition opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we still get up. We still get up at like time. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not all that often. So how long of a drive was it? Like an hour and thirty. So it was supposed to be an hour and forty forty five minutes, but Marilyn made it there <laughs> much quicker. <laughs> yes, well, at, foot. Four so a, good. at four a.m. So there's nobody on the road. Doesn't matter but, uh, that there's bikes in the back. It's cool. No, <laughs> totally I actually, under control. I was. I, I actually totally under control. You, yeah, she's I, like good. I've driven with you once or twice before, and I feel like you were much more of a lead foot those well, times. Well, that's because I had four babies in the back. Right. <laughs> 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 to be careful. Yeah. Oh, babies true. on board. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you you get there, everything goes smoothly. Setup transition. Yeah. Very. Yeah, we, you got to say very well run. Kinetic oh my god, I loved it. First yeah. time I ever did a kinetic race, and it was I, very. It won't be my last. It. They do a lot of races, um, kind of south of us. They seem like Maryland, Virginia is their bread and butter, and then they kind of come into Pennsylvania a little bit. Um, mm. But I was very impressed with the organization, with the way mm-hmm. they set up the cones. Even if a car was sticking out on the road, they put a cone there. Yeah. And like the roads were blocked and they had marshals the whole time. Not like just even for safety reasons was fine. Yeah. And yeah. yeah just plenty a very of room. Well run race. Yeah. So <clears throat> all was closed it, race, closed road, no cars. Yep. Nice. Was it a mass start swim? No. No. It was like one person at a time, which yeah. was weird. Yeah. It was, but I mean, I, I think they meant to start two. They were supposed I to. I think that the mat that they didn't start people on was slippery. They yeah. kept trying uh, to sand it. And so in order just to be extra safe, they didn't do it. Yeah, we were yes. going in on like a boat ramp that was super slick with like algae and stuff. Yeah. So I think they were worried about that. So they put sand and mats down on one way in so that um, uh-huh. so they were only going one person at a time. Yeah, it was But nice. I mean, it, it seemed like it got in pretty quick. Uh, we weren't waiting around too long. No, from no. After the Lots of boats started. in the water. Yeah. Very Did you, uh, that was the only thing. Boats I was in the like, water. I didn't no, see like, that many. Um, Oh, like safety, safety boats. <laughs> People on stand-up paddle boards and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. The water was not too cold. Yeah. So <laughs> we had reports um, early in the week of 58 degrees Fahrenheit, <laughs> which is They were false. Brutal. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Then we had a report the day before of 68, and it's like, oh, that's balmy. downright, right, downright mm-hmm. balmy Caribbean. <laughs> um, we get there, and it was 63. So I think they we'll lied. Split to, the difference. I think they yeah. lied to us with the 68, yeah. to be honest, yeah, to get people course. to show up. Um, yeah. And it could be on the shallowest part where the sun was hitting all day. And right. Yeah. Or they like took a, a cup of water out of the lake and let it sit on the dock for a while, and yeah. then put the thermometer. Who knows? Or someone peed in a spot and they <laughs> measured yeah. it. It's, it's, it's yeah. 68. I that, don't know how they got 60. Like six. There's no way 68 was happening. No. And but 63 was not. It wasn't like. It didn't take your breath away. It nope. was just, it was cool. Yeah, it was a very nice mm-hmm. swim. I Did had a sleeveless you wetsuit you could get in before warm up. Warm up. Warm up. Yep. Rich went in and Koichi. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You guys didn't go in? No. no. It was freezing outside. I was more worried. Yeah, I was worried about, I didn't mm-hmm. know how long it'd be from when I had to get out until I was standing there. It was a little bit cold. You know, if the wind, I, there wasn't much wind, but like you're just standing out there and it's 50, standing on cold pavement and yeah. stuff. But Rich told me it was actually comfortable, right? Yeah. Even after going in, and then yeah, yeah, it was fine once you went in because but I also was wearing full sleeve, so kind of yeah. the, the wetsuit kept me warm. And I was, was cold fine. just standing there, so I was like, Nope, oh wow, in. I'm definitely gonna have to do a warm well, might be a warm this swim. Is, this was my first swim. race without a warm up, and it was fine. And you had an excellent result. I did. Are you going to cross not, over to the dark too, side? You're going to get ahead of yourself. Let's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's slow this down. We got to make this podcast last. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So let's go through each of the things. Swim, bike, run. Um, how would yeah. how did you guys swim? feel about the swim? The swim, I thought it was so I, choppy. 
There were some Whoa. weird, like, rogue waves running through. Oh, my God. I drank a lot of water. Mm. First time in good? open water. Refreshing? I swam a little extra. That yeah. wasn't disappointing. But I think now we'll, I'll kind of focus on that. Now was that we it get What was your distance end up being? I think that was, like, 1750 or Yards? more than that. Four meters. You just know you swam 200 extra meters. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I like no, went yards, out. Yards, because yeah. your, your watch Not meters. No, yards. no, no, not meters. Yards. Yards. yards yeah, yeah. So then you weren't too far off. I wasn't like crazy off, but I okay. like to be like next to the buoys and straight yeah. in. I actually don't know that the buoy, so they had like orange um, sighting buoys that weren't, you didn't have to stay to the right. They were just like right. help you, you keep in a line. Mm-hmm. Those I thought were a little bit inside in, yeah. of the actual line to the yellow buoys. The line wasn't straight, I felt like. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I stayed decently to the left of those orange buoys. And I like once I got a glimpse of the yellow one, I kind of beelined Aimed it for that. It. Yeah. Um, but swim went, I thought it was a very good swim. So yeah. Rich, with your 1,750 yards, you did that in 33 minutes 20.6 seconds. Yeah, I, th- I think I could improve there. Just saying, like, it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. It's first open water swim. I'm not, com- yeah, you know, we hadn't, it's totally good. We haven't done any open right. water Right, so, like, I, I know, yeah. you know, the things, once I get more in open water, it'll be more comfortable, but I was, I was next to the boats a lot, and I was like, wait a minute, what's happening? And then I would try to swim towards a, a buoy, and then another, I just swim extra. That's fine. Swim was really good, yeah. yeah. And my goggles kept leaking. I uh, had to, like, Get the water out a couple of times. Oh. That was fine. Again, something to just get the kinks out this race. It was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took the swim nice and easy because I didn't know where my swim would be at. I haven't swum much at all. Um, took it nice and easy. Tried to go a little bit faster the second lap, but I pretty much even split the two laps. Um, got kicked in the neck. That was like a surprise. <laughs> By who, Marilyn? No. <laughs> somebody, well, I was nowhere near him. Somebody... Uh, <laughs> I was coming up on somebody, and then they just like sat up and t- took a big old breaststroke kick right in the Oof. right in the neck. Uh, it didn't like it caught me off guard more than hurt, but like you know, nobody likes to get kicked in the neck. No. That's weird. Yeah, it's uh, courtesy. That's why I feel like I shouldn't go to breaststroke if I'm. I, it's nobody is expecting it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like you know, what? I don't want to hit someone. But at least make sure there's nobody yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I, always worried about hitting somebody I th- else. I, I'll be yeah. honest. I think when a person goes to a breaststroke stroke or a breaststroke kick, they're at that point, they're not really thinking mm-hmm. around. They're like, I'm surviving and, you know. When I, when I did a couple of strokes, but I made sure nobody was around because I just had to get the goggle up and back in and yeah. then go back under. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a good swim. I wanted to kind of set myself up for the, the rest of the race, so. Just a random thought about, like, what you do in the middle of a swim. I saw this video recently where, I don't, I don't know how long the race was, but a person had a gel in their, like, kit or whatever they were wearing. I think Marilyn's tried that. And, like, they swam. <laughs> And they had they, a gel? They grabbed the gel, ripped it open, and then underwater had the gel in their mouth and oh. ate the gel while they were face down breathing? in the water. That's, that's okay. So, that's a lot of work. I was like, what? That's a lot. Yeah. If you're not... So, I, the only time I would ever think about doing something, like a long distance. They didn't miss right. a stroke either. It so was, think about so this, right? Crazy. You're swimming for what? Like, let's say 30, 40 minutes, right? Yeah. Why can't you just pop the gel in right before you go in mm-hmm. and yeah. pop another well, that, one as that, you come yeah, out? That, I don't think that person is doing that. Like, the Olympic... Open water swims are 10K. Like, you need to take some nutrition in for a 10K, so. This was some high-level event. Yeah. yeah. But was, I was like, whoa. They that, practiced that, I'm they sure. They actually had two swimmers in this clip, and I was, and then, like, the one on the top was doing something weird. It went on their back. I'm like, what are they doing? I couldn't tell, like, what the, you know, what this video was trying to highlight. Then I looked at the other person. Yeah. And then you see them taking a gel underwater. I was like, what? Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. That is nuts. So, Greg, you you said you took it easy on the swim. I mean, not, like, super easy, but I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't come out huffing and puffing. 
You did a 25, 53.8. Yeah. I don't know where the mat was because my watch. Yeah, I don't know where it was um, either. My watch had a little bit faster than that, but yeah. Oh, photos are up too. Or they yeah. haven't been up. I don't think there's any of there's any of us. Koichi. They just, <laughs> I think the they just one. took stills off that video. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the, uh, no, you're up there. They have the podium. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Swim was good. Transition was good also. It wasn't far mm-hmm. from the water, like very well set up, plenty of room for everybody. Yeah, we were on a pavement, like a... Uh, well, not for Greg. <laughs> that what? guy that in transition that like squeezed in between Oh, you. yeah. Some dude just showed up late and was like... <laughs> he had like five minutes to set up <laughs> transition. Like, I'm, I'm going. Space. He was like, I'm just putting my bike right here. It's fine. I was like, wow. It's fine. Yeah. It wasn't fine. He detected that Greg would be nice about it. Exactly. Because I would have been like, dude, there's like a wreck. He looked looked at the biggest guy in the transition area and said, I'm going to put my bike right Exactly. Right. He like shimmied it right in. It's fine. It was okay. Um, I liked that it was on pavement Mm -hmm. and not on grass. Yeah. So you didn't have like nasty, muddy dirt. Yeah. Made it so much easier to transition. Marilyn, you've been working hard on your swim. What'd you think? Um, I didn't, I don't, I've never, it was funny cause he's like, oh, you know, whatever about your swim, don't, if you can't hold the pace, like don't, I've never pushed myself that much on the swim. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I don't think I did this time either. It, it went as well. I think I took it kind of easy ish. 37, 28.6. Yeah. That's all right. The, 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 the choppiness was like a little jarring at first yeah it was on the way back right so like i said the boat yeah and i I, you know quickly realized like all right i gotta really turn so that i don't get a mouthful of water also the the i like swimming in sleeveless so much more than sleeved because it's so much more effort to do the extension of the stroke if your wetsuit's not like yeah i've never i've never swam in a sleeved (laughs) wetsuit it's it's tighter i need to buy one (laughs) i think but um they're, the good ones are really, really expensive. Seven, eight hundred. Four more. Do yeah. the good ones have better shoulder mobility? Yeah. Is that yeah. why? Yeah. They're made better for the They're upper body. They're made for that. Like mm-hmm. super, th- like really thin neoprene in the shoulders. Sometimes they design them like with the cut is so that like Roka calls it like That's the arms up arm, technology or something. Arms are up. Like when they sew mm-hmm. the thing. Um, why don't they just not put neoprene here? Like so, like put in like, I don't know, like mesh or yeah, something. Something like, like some that. Or I, sounds like a business it's idea. An, I, I've swam in the, I have the Roka one. It's pretty, I don't know. Or, it doesn't bother me. Do yeah. they just sell sleeves? Like, I don't think they'd, I don't know if they'd stay put. Yeah. No. I don't know if that's stretchy enough. To I would say that they would, like, if I cut the wet, <laughs> it would stay put. But, I mean, why would you do that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Bike was mm-hmm. good. Very nice bike. Closed course. course. Bike was nice. Yeah, it was an yeah. out and few hills. Two loop <clears throat> out and back. A little bit bumpy. You did know, you guys hilly. draft at all? Like, did you sneak in? No there? drafting. No. Everybody was kind I, of all over. I did see some packs though. Like, you know, working together. I don't know people. working together. I think just people like much closer than I would have been to somebody else. As you were passing them, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was really no like sh- flat section. No. I feel like no, it was, was the entire ride was just up, down, up, down. Yeah. Some bigger hills, but there was no flat where you could just really take off. Right. Yeah, but, it was a good, uh, but good it was bike nice, course, nice yeah. smooth road. Mm-hmm. Like we said, closed courses made it very nice to mm-hmm. uh, just yeah. not have to worry about it. One less thing to think oh, about. So much nicer. Yeah, and no the traffic road was, lights, yeah. not a lot of turns. Yeah, I turn. don't care about the. Well, so there was turns, one little U-turn. The, the yeah. U-turn. One U-turn was at the bottom of the hill. So if you weren't how, prepared, how did the U-turns go for you, Marilyn? That's always good. been a yeah, yeah, no. yeah, okay, yeah, good. good. Mm-hmm. 
I saw somebody wipe out in front of me. Not like I did almost wipe out. I told Rich you guys dis- so close. On that turn, or no, big gust of wind came on the way up. Koichi's like, "Yeah, there's gonna be gusts of like 20 miles per hour." We were all like, "No, no. oh, there was," because <laughs> it hit me and my bike was like, Whoa. "Yeah, there was one spot where so the it was most like over of the, a bridge, yeah, most of the course you were in in the trees, kind of, you know, yeah. there were big, it's a forest, like there's trees on both sides of you, but there were a couple of spots where either you're going through a dip or whatever, and there just weren't very many trees, and the wind could whistle through those, yeah. and I, I felt it a little bit." I got I hit felt from all the, the side. I caught I it all in my hugged my bike with my legs, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> so, Marilyn, you had a really good bike. Yeah, you were within three minutes of Greg. I know, and that was, was when it I was more than that. I thought it was like a minute and a half. Was, you said two minutes. I, I think you were like a one oh eight, and you were one eleven. One eleven, yeah. Okay. So less than three, because yeah. um, that's what, you know. Was when I was making my calculations, I was like, "Oh, I th- I th- the Marilyn's pretty strong on the bike now." So, but he did take it easy on his first loop, but. I I don't know why I didn't. First of all, I, I didn't feel great on it for the first loop. And it wasn't until I looked at my halfway time, like elapsed time, and it was 36 minutes. And I was like, all right. I I looked at the times of people who in my age group from past years. So I was like, all right, that's not that bad. And then that kind of gave me mm. motivation. Help you dig deep. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I still like, I held back a little bit on the hills. I wasn't trusting like where I'm at, I think I, I kept being like afraid you're not gonna be able to run. Yeah. So, Greg, you had your disc wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Full ninety mil front disc in the back. Ninety in the front. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's that was an. Thing. Did you do a little counter steering on the wind? <laughs> no, I didn't have to. It wasn't that windy. Not at my size. <laughs> yeah, Greg. The bike is just an extension of his body <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. I've had a couple of times where like you feel it, but <laughs> not not this weekend. Yeah, no, that was the right, the right equipment for the day. Um, yeah, Marilyn rode every time I saw her. I, she was like motoring, like moving, like moving nobody, through whoever yeah. she I was with. The she whole, was. I passed the whole time. Like I don't think. I mean, maybe like a couple guys passed me here and there, but I was passing people the whole time. Did you look at your file? What was your average power? I don't know. Do you one fifty one. Yeah. About. <laughs> or, or plus or minus, yeah. <laughs> I looked at it briefly. Look at I looked at it briefly. One fifty one. What about you, Greg? What, would, what was your power? Um, I don't remember my average power. My normalized for the first lap was like two fifteen, and then two forty for the second lap. Mm. So that, I, my goal was to go out relatively easy and negative split. Um, and I think I was like a, about a minute faster, minute and a half faster on the second lap. And hold like I, I thought like the first lap was going to be a little bit closer to half Ironman power. The second lap would be about ninety percent FTP, which is what I about what I held. Oh wow! So it's executing right to plan. yeah, it was. Yeah. I had a good like it, you know. I f- who cares where I finished in time and stuff? I, I was very happy with the way I carried out my race plan. What about you, Rich? I did the opposite. I I didn't do easy. I went full gas the whole time, and um, I tried some things on the bike, which didn't go as planned. Um, so I started to not feel good on the second lap. Um, what like sort not of things? At all. Did so nutrition. So first of all, I it's went here. I went hard, like hard the whole time. So yeah. hills didn't matter. Then I went hard. Plus, I actually. Um, 
tried to take in way more nutrition than anybody should ever try. He took so much. <laughs> <laughs> was, he right, was I wanted like to say, yeah, so I was like, I had uh, over 100 um, grams. Or like 160, I think it was like, 160. like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For the first so, time ever. To try, right, to try. But like I was easily doing 100 uh, in, in um, training. So okay. I was like, I want to try this. And if I can handle it, that was when we do the longer race. I'll see if... And my body started not to feel good on that second lap, so I, I dialed it back heavy. And what it did it feel like? Easy. Describe it. I just my stomach started to hurt, <laughs> like sharp pains, like pain, or just like, like your stomach hurts, cramping. Um, I wasn't really cramping. I just knew that it was like, okay, my body's telling me to back off. Like it, it's too much. It's not handling it. And I, I backed off on the second lap, which made me back off on the hills. It made me back off on the power. made me back off. But I was fine. That's what I wanted to do. Did you have to stop taking nutrition at that point then? I did. Okay. I did. Um, yeah. So I, I stopped at that point. Um, but yeah. And then. Which is kind of crazy. Which means even with stopping, you still average like 150 grams an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like, had you not stopped. Oh my God. I, and I what is the, theori- is the theoretical limit around 120 Right now, like that's where high level people. I, I don't know if there is a theoretical. I mean, theoretically, it's like ninety. Theoretically, there is no limit. No, theoretically, no. Theoretically, but it's ninety, but that's it. not. But you, I think you said pros are pushing one twenty now, right? Oh, more than that. Okay, more. more. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, one fifty is. Right, you you got to experience what it's like to be a pro. Yeah. So the, like <laughs> for me, this race was just that. For me, this race was was try. This is I use these races to get all the bugs out, so that when I do hit the races that are A's and B's for me. Those things are just like right prescribed. Mm. And so now I know what my nutrition prescription is. I know like a bunch of other stuff and how I can go. So you went hard and you ate too much. What else did you try differently? At least he didn't have his helmet on backwards. <laughs> Who did that? Oh That's my God. Random. Oh. <laughs> it was just funny. You had to crack up. Everything went great. Her. No, yeah. I mean, and even when I backed off just to go wattage wise, like normalized, I was 180. So, I mean, it wasn't horrible. I could have done better. So it was fine. Like, you know, managing the um, uncontrolled, the uncontrollables, like managed it. And got when I got to the run, I was totally fine. All right. Then it felt good. So and that's then like, the nice thing about the bike, I don't know if we said this before we started, we saw each other like a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. It's a, Did you get that like boost of energy when you saw each yeah, other? Like that fun. happiness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, there's it's always nice fun to cheer yeah. somebody else <laughs> on. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> Brian was like, how you feeling? I'm like, great, keep going. <laughs> I, rolled, I rolled up next to him and I'm like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, not so great. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and then he's like, go, go, go. I'm like, like, all go. right. So yeah. you don't want to talk he's all the time. He's probably like, Greg is right up there. Don't let him get too no, far. He, go, go. He did that on the run. Like, <laughs> Rich is such an instigator. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had fun on the run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah talk about Greg's the run. like, take it easy up the hills. I was like, I know, I know, I got it. Now I know. On the runs or on the bike? On the runs. On the run. The run so was, was it a hilly? hilly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was basically like... Um, two hill, two big hills. You come up well, the one side, you go I'd down, and then you come back. One big it's hill. one it's hill. Like you but climbed you get it. up out of transition, and then it, it kind of leveled maybe a little tiny dip, and then you climb up again. Oh, wow. So, so it's right really out like, of transition? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, sort of. You have yeah. a little bit of a flat, maybe a quarter, half a mile, uh, not even a half a mile, a quarter. Yeah quarter flat and then you're climbing um and it's probably a mile each a mile maybe a mile and a quarter of of steady up Mm -hmm. um 
and then you have flat turn around and come back. So it's it's either up or down. There was very little flat. Um, so a challenging run course. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I same thing as with the bike. I went really, I, what I felt like was very easy and controlled on the first lap. I think I averaged just under nine, nine minute pace. I was like 8.54 or something like that on the way out for that first lap. And then um, 8.40 something, low 8.40s on the way back for 53 minutes. I'm going to give a, a quick shout out to, to Greg, I'm going to call him out because he said before the race, just like, this is go all out, go all out the whole time. And now he's like, I took it easy. I was all right, but I took it easy. That's what I thought he was going to do. Right? He was mm-hmm. like, go all out. Well, you averaged the 838 pace. You did a good job. I think they're, they were doing their math based off of an actual 10K, and it was a little bit short yeah, of the course. Yeah, it was a little short. But and not did much. A, it was like a 5341. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy. I was very happy with the way the run went. I felt completely in control the whole way. Um, I loved having the last like so you hit four and a half miles and the last mile and a, oh yeah the mile. last mile and a half was Down. downhill Down. into so you, the transition and into, yeah into finish like you could just yeah it was much easier to really run hard somewhere. at the end okay there's no uh, tequila in there there is oh, okay. sorry <laughs> anyone Do you need, need some, some ice anyone need some fresh ice i'm, I'm no? good for now should we pause um, There's no, no pausing. Felt great. Um, felt great running. I was very, very happy. IT band good. Yeah, IT band. Everything was good. Um, yeah. And Maryland. Same. The run felt good. I was surprised. Surprised. Yeah, because again, it's like I don't know. I never had a run at that pace off the bike. So, yeah, it was surprising, but it felt good. Same, I ran, I think I averaged 8.30-something, and then the last mile I was like sub-8. I think you averaged more, faster than that. Yeah. 8.30s? Faster than that. Oh, really? Can you give a roundabout number, Greg? Seven, <laughs> 7.59 was my on, average, on their but that's Yeah, that's because I think my last mile was like 7.35 or something. You, I, I want to say you averaged like 8.18. Yeah. You did a 49.35.7. So, Yeah. And you mm-hmm. negative split yeah. by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So my original prediction was, you know, Marilyn keeping it close enough on the swim that you would catch I up can... on the run. Yeah. The swim. It's, it's just the swim. swim. And the bike, too. If he, mm. if he would I also, go. I also won transitions, too. Which <laughs> putting that out there. I flew through T2. My transition, my first T1, I was slow. And then I came into T2 and Koichi was there. And I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I grabbed all my stuff and I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> There's competition. Yep. yep now, sure. but then I changed my prediction later at the end. I was like, I think Rich is gonna be the dark horse. I'll come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. No. I hope I didn't put too much pressure on you. That's why you did I the felt things on all the bike. The pressure, and that's what happened. <laughs> is that like, why? Yeah. Is that why you did eat. what you did on the bike? <laughs> it's like I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> did they have good post race? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, terrible. Oh, so bad. bad oh, come on, they were fine. They had bagels. Oh my god! Did you try sandwiches, the bagel? You I didn't because they bagels. looked awful. But I don't want to. <laughs> I think they're just You're a good company trying to do a good job. That's exactly the case. You cannot serve bagels outside the tri-state. What was it like? A Thomas English muffin bagel? No, like lenders. Kind of yeah, was, yeah. I, I had one. I took one bite. I couldn't even she swallow t- it. <laughs> I watched her take one bite of a dry <laughs> sesame <laughs> bagel and just like walk over to the trash can and be like, Pff. plus after like a race, so I don't feel like if it's not like yeah, I don't want to cut and they don't have, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to put like cream, like it's no, got to be done for do me. And I think I they just had wanted it. salty cut. and there was like really nothing. Mm. Yeah. 
Oh, they the peanuts were fine. Peanuts. They no, like, I, I couldn't do that either. If they had some like bacon, egg, and cheese, they had P- PB like, and J, nothing, nothing cooked. They had some watermelon. Yeah. Like it was very. It was you know, fine. It was, it was fine. good. How big was the race? Like how many? So did total? we end up with like around three hundred in the um, Olympic and two hundred in the sprint? I think, I think it was something like that. I think they said five hundred. I had assumed that that meant five hundred yeah, in the Olympic that's what race, I thought but too. I think that was combined for both. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And the weather was. Good. I thought the weather was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. It started to get warm, like, but not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners here, <laughs> this this podcast is about to go downhill really fast as um, James empties out a bottle of tequila into our um, pitcher. O- Oyster, t- o- Oyster Talk Radio is about to start. That's why. <laughs> I can't even say it. Yeah, good oh thing boy. you added more you tequila. Stir yeah, that. don't it's even stir tequila. it. Just pour it right in. It's fine. It's all tequila. It's delicious oh, tequila. It's so fine. I liked how close it was. I liked getting there that day, getting out of there. It's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a great first. Glad race they of the closed season. the transition. They said we're going to close it until ten, right? Yeah. And then yeah. we'll open it to everybody. I thought it was fair. I thought they, you know, as people complained about parking and stuff, you got well, there. Well, we got lucky because we got there early. But even if you morning. had to park a little bit farther away, most of the time, if, if the parking is far away, I just put the backpack on and I bike to the yeah. transition. Anyway. Nothing compares to the Muscle Man. It was, was like about people. people. That was some ridiculous. People, it was like oh, wow. yeah. yeah, they had mm-hmm. cars parked. On both sides of the road yeah. for a decent amount. I heard a woman say she had to walk like a mile. I guess that does stink As she for a shorter her bike, which yeah, is kind of weird. With the what? As she you pushed her, her bike, too, I guess. Which is, <laughs> yeah, doesn't make sense. She had the helmet on. There. <laughs> what was the finish line like? It was standard fine. finish line. Yeah, nice yeah. announcer. They yeah. called out pretty much everybody who came across good. the line. Yeah, yep. they did a good, a really good system. Yeah. Somebody up the road calling mm-hmm. the number back, and yeah. then that person mm-hmm. calling out I, the name. Like I said, man, they ran a good. A good race. I, I did. I would have no problem going and doing any race that they put yeah. on. So I don't have any complaint, but I'm, I didn't see any photographers. Were they hidden? Were not they not many. there? I didn't see anybody on the bike. I didn't see any pho- like period. There yeah, was no photographer. I guess the video was on the bike, which I kind of got. Like somebody, mm-hmm. I guess, was videoing. Like on a motorcycle. Same. He didn't even get everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. None but of us like are in, on. in terms fine. of I don't, pictures, yeah. I think right, we're spoiled by Iron Man events. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. We're just spoiled in general. Yeah. Spoiled brats. We're not in the XC program though. We're not in the XC program. I don't think no. they had an XC. They didn't have an XC. Uh, not even Nirvana. I did see a diamond bike though on somebody's what uh, track uh, on somebody's bike rack on the way out. Yep. Hmm. So maybe an XC guy was slumming it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a good race. I mean, I was happy with the way things went. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't talked about placings, but Marilyn first first place. I know in her age first group. time getting first. What was that like? Was it fun? Exciting. Did you cry? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> I actually, we were about to leave, and I was like, did anybody know the standing? So I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, my God, I got first. Oh, so then you had to, like, run back there to... We were still in transition. We were, like, packing up. Oh. It took a while. It, oh, then we had to wait forever. I understand everybody wants their, like, you know, time on the podium, and I totally get that, but it always takes... Like, when you're doing so it many events... So I, mean, yeah. I don't think there's a better way. There's not a better I way. I get it. No, they did it. I thought like they did just, at least... You what they least. did that was good was... They called up the men's men and, and the women, women for a given age group. They had six yeah. spots. They took one set of pictures. Like that was a much faster way to get through it. Yeah. Then. Could you imagine like having four races, sprint, Olympic? Like if you're if you've got also the seventy point three in that same race, like some of the ones we were looking at, like the Alpha one. Like yeah. and you got to do all those awards that day. Yeah. 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 Like, 
You can we be there till like a, 6 p.m. That's why when you're like the rest of us that don't get awards, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but if you go with someone, then you got to wait anyway. So you might as well try and get an award. It was fun. We hung out. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. Had fun going with the guys. Yeah. It was as fun. usual. And uh, I mean, even more, I, I think more impressive. I mean, congrats on your win. Fifth, she had the fifth fastest women's bike split. Wow. Period. Even with all the youngins. Even with yeah. all the youngins. Yeah. I mean, I'm she, not saying like, you're not like, a youngin. Like, but. you have to picture her going by, like, everybody and just, like, having a casual lunch. And it was like, how you doing, Rich? And she's pushing, like, I don't know, 3,000 watts. No, the thing, everyone's got to remember that 150 number. I mean, Great. Maryland's tiny. Like, yeah. That's, that power-to-weight ratio is Yeah, I mean, insane. it's almost three watts per kilo. So. Thanks, guys. Yep. Good job. Good job. Thank you. It's because, yeah, I mean, she's fantastic, but like it's great training around here. We've got good hills and, and good, and good I got rides. You guys. To go. I got to keep up with you guys. So. Yeah. Uh, and now yeah. we're trying to keep now up just, with you. Yeah, now just leaving us behind. <laughs> I don't even try to stay with you guys anymore because I know if I do, I'm going to start cramping. So I'm like, I'm just dialed need back to start here. trying. Eh. Oh, you just eh. said you don't try. Eh. <laughs> well, I can try. He just said he does it. I just pay for it later is the problem. <laughs> Yeah, so it was. It was. I, I just had fun racing. Yeah, like it was I, fun. It's fun to race. Got you some know. burgers after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had lunch in a train caboose or something. Diner, yeah, out in Clinton. And they serve. Uh, what is it like? Fifteen oh, oh, pound what burgers. Was that? How big yeah. was it? Well, you could pick. They yeah. had a like bunch a of different sizes. Forty pound. I remember. I forget. Had a two pound, like a ten pound, fifteen pound burger. It was one of those places. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. It was, was like crazy. Five hundred dollar. I want to. No, it was more. I, it's like but a forty you know, pound burger, right? Yeah. When it gets that it big, big, it doesn't t- like. I no. feel it doesn't taste. How that do good. they even cook it? Yeah. yeah, I forget where I went, and they had these like. Oh, it was, used to be. It's in. It was in Little Fair. Maybe it was a Callahan's or something. But they had these like humongous hot dogs. Mm-hmm. But it's weird when they get that big, they don't taste like no. hot dogs anymore. Yeah. I don't. Know, it just tastes Kinda like you close. were having like bologna or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just yeah. not as good as yeah. I feel like. There's an optimal size. Yeah, regular size. <laughs> 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 so apparently for James, size matters. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like the the Goldie Goldilocks. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's gain our composure. We'll be all right. We'll get through this. <laughs> we have a big uh, agenda for today. <laughs> Covered some of it. Every time he has his head on his mic, <laughs> I just had to put. I can't look at you guys, <laughs> and you can't look at me. and keep it straight. Like there's He's so the many one things. Who said it. There's so many things going through my head, and I'm like, I could put the explicit tag on this, and then just, just let it rip let loose. But I just watch our subscribers. Be like, yeah, but as or some of those no. leave, new ones. No. They're like, oh, it's a different set. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of Venn oh. diagram are we creating it's just here? It's so hot in here. <laughs> I know. Oh, he was just thinking the same thing. Uh, yeah, I should, ch- I should check the thermostat. It's on oh the timer. God. I'll be right back. Yeah, uh, check that. Okay. It's all water right. break. Yeah. This will all get taken out. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're recording. <laughs> you like want to get that hot dog clip on Instagram, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> mm. Can you get like a flying hot dog, like hitting you in the face or something? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I feel it already. Ask and you shall receive. And I'm sweating on the back of my shirt right now. 
All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on to... next? So we thought uh, it'd be fun to talk, as we're getting into race season, um, a little bit about how to uh, optimize recovery and get ready for those races that are coming up with, you know, how to taper, what a taper is, the kind of workouts you should be doing during that taper and stuff like that. So um, how much did you guys rest for this past weekend's race? You know, the, the first thing that comes to mind is like, oh, I didn't rest that much. I was still doing stuff. But when you're looking at it, it's a lot. They could dial it back a significant amount. There mm-hmm. was no stress on you're the body. You're supposed to still do stuff. Right. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, you're, we're still doing stuff. I'm still doing stuff. And I wasn't really just stressing or pushing it. And definitely not anything hard the day before. Yeah. This was a C race for you guys, too, wasn't it? Um, yeah, for me, it was. Um I rested a little more, I think. You right? were on a rest week. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. you were for Maryland. I, I still don't think we'd call it a B race because there was no there was no specific prep for it. There was no, you know, training done like for that race. Mm-hmm. It just happened to fall at a good time where she was coming into it with a week of rest in her legs. And, you know, so she was fresh. Um, but there was like there was no stress to get a result or really push anything. So a B plus, a B minus, C plus <laughs> race kind of thing. Um, for me, it was a C race. I looked at it as a good, strong day of training. Yeah. It beat me up, though, a lot. Like, I'm still, like, it took today, I feel normal, but I was sore or tired and stuff until um, yesterday, even. I rode for, like, an hour easy yesterday and still kind of felt less than great. Yeah, it was sore, too. So when I was doing some research about this topic, and when I, I say research, I mean <laughs> I watched two YouTube videos right before this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, one study was saying how it didn't matter the distance of the event on how early you should start tapering. Mm-hmm. And another study was if the shorter the distance and the less tapering or less in advance you need to taper and the longer the distance, the earlier you should start the taper. Yeah. What is what are your thoughts? Just curious though, wait before he answers. The one that said it didn't matter, <clears throat> how long would they They were that? saying ten days to two weeks to ten days before. Mm-hmm. Which is fine for like any, for any length. Distance. And not even actually the only for endurance. And then they said for like strength sports, like six six to ten days right. maximum. You okay, Rich? I was looking up because you said you were sore and um you kind of feel normal now. I have this interesting thing forever that I haven't been able to figure out and I'm still, you know, learning in this sport. And that is, I didn't feel physically beat up afterwards. Really? Yeah. And I, like, so Monday I felt pretty beat up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I took Monday off, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel beat up. And so the interesting thing is like, okay, well, why does that happen? Like I can handle the the stress of the race. But then I, so I just randomly quickly looked at the, Heart rates on the on the three, um, on the three three events, and and it's kind of sad, it's sad <laughs> because the heart rate on the swim was one fifty one to one sixty six. That's like you're sleeping. That that's no, not that's, that's high. Pretty high. Right. Oh, that's for and you. Then, <laughs> and then on the bike, the heart. This is me, so this isn't like you know every everyone right. One fifty seven to one eighty. One fifty seven to one seventy nine. That's the bike. Okay. And then the run, um, 342. 
Well, the run peaked at the end, but it was 157 to 182. So if at no time during the race I got down below, like I needed to get, I need to get my heart rate lower. Yeah. That's 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 a thing. But like my body after was fine. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like this thing that I'm trying to figure out, like why my heart rate is driving such crazy numbers, um, hmm. even though I'm you know training and then I'd like to get them down. So yeah. something to figure out. Maybe you're deficient in iron. <laughs> you need seaweed. seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> Birthday soup. Yeah. Birthday soup. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting one. Yeah. My heart rate was right where I thought it'd be. I just, like, I hadn't done that, like, much intensity at, in one go, um, really, really all year. You know, when you look at TSS for the race, it was probably, like, 200 and something, which is... You know, almost three times what my CTL, you know, my like baseline fitness is. So that's like a big, it's a big day. You know, had I done anything like that for regular training, it would I would have probably felt the same way. So it was just probably more than I had expected it to be, but you know, it's fine. So how much recovery did you guys take after and what did you do to recover? Other uh, than the diner? <laughs> <laughs> um, I took off Monday and then I was supposed to swim Tuesday. I didn't feel well. So I took Tuesday off and just walked. And then yesterday was my first. I did an easy bike. Did you try to get any more <clears throat> extra sleep in, any hydration, yeah. food? Um, food I was trying to eat, like, to fuel what I've done. But um, I did try and sleep more. I slept, like, 10 hours Monday night. Wow. Yeah. I was tired. And I wasn't feeling allergies or I was getting the week before the race I kind of felt like tired a lot. I didn't feel like great. Mm. So I know he's going to be like, why don't you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> I told you that in text. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So like after, since after our ride, I kind of <laughs> felt like. Eh. It's your fault. Yeah. No, I think it was allergies and. Yeah. Bowing you know. my head in shame. This time yeah. of year, it's tough to tell the difference. Yeah. Between like I couldn't tell sick. what it was. Um, so yeah, I just took an extra day off and, and then now I feel fine. And back to regular training now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was sore Monday, Tuesday. My quads were a little sore, but does anyone try, uh, tart cherry juice? No, but I've heard about it. I've never tried. Yeah. I've heard of it too. It tastes good. It's just to wash Mm. out the toxins, right? Uh, Something to do with muscle soreness though. And like, yeah. Helping with inflammation and stuff like that. I mean, I did take like extra turmeric, like I told you. Mm -hmm. I think they said, yeah, that, uh, I think the same, whatever the active ingredient in tart cherry juice is the same in turmeric. Yes. Oh, I yes. didn't know that cherries yes. have that. I think. Or maybe I read the, no, in I my research, so. I may have been a little hasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Tart, tar, tar, no, tart cherry juice is an anti-inflammatory. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it doesn't have curcumin in it. Mm. I don't think. I think it does. Yeah? Yeah, okay, 100%. Maybe. Okay. 100%. <laughs> it's a proven fact. Yeah. Okay. It has actually the most per gram of. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good, it's a fun drink. Um. I took a couple of days um, easy yesterday. Um, yeah, I feel back to normal, and I have a I have mm-hmm. like a five day weekend this week, so I have a big plan. Like I'm gonna try and get about ten hours in this next five days of so. sleep or of training of training. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So nothing exciting recovery wise for you? Um, no, no, just fluids. Um, we I think we talked about this I, over burgers. Um, <laughs> I noticed like after long efforts or hard efforts, um, 
the inflammation, like my weight fluctuates mm -hmm. drastically. And like I'm back to pre-race weight today was the first day I got back. But I went from like 201 low to up to 205 high. So I gained like four pounds. I was holding four pounds of fluid mm. um, from inflammation. That's what he calls his drinking problem. <laughs> so, I mean, could it also it a joke. be it a joke. It a all joke. the salts you're taking in? And yeah. no, no, I wasn't taking in crazy numbers. I actually forgot to talk about that. I left oh, yeah. all my nutrition at home. Um, you could have had some of mine. I you would have helped me out. Before I got on the parkway, I said, does everybody have everything? Yeah. You're like, and I, before I on the parkway, it's too late. Once the car's moving, I'm like, yeah. we're not turning around. I didn't anything. realize well. it until like halfway through. Because oh. I had made my like little gel flasks the night before, kept them in the fridge. But I like put them in a, like the crisper tray and not with my water bottles and i'd grab my you know, water bottles three in the morning, three in the morning. morning. Yeah. apparently yeah. i wasn't thinking well enough and uh yeah so i but he remembered the coffee that was very I important. Did remember the coffee. <laughs> so yeah. what'd you do you just very borrowed very nutrition borrowed, right? yeah i so i had in my like little cooler i had a, a couple of packets of the cola chews and one extra gel and then marilyn gave me two I had brought extra. So oh, good. I, I ate. He didn't want my caffeine gel. Well, he had the mojito ones. I hate the mojito <laughs> flavor. Um, In the morning, that's good. It's like brushing your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. brush your teeth? Never mind. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was, I made it through. It was fine um, with what I had. But I don't think it would have made a difference really in my time had I taken all those calories. I might have felt better the next day or the day Maybe. after. Yeah. That's very mm -hmm. possible. So um, what were we just saying? Shit. Nutrition. Nutrition. Yeah, no, I know um, that. And weight, you weight. got. Uh, you felt fine no, today. Like we as I know what I was talking about. What were we talking about? Recovery. recovery. Yeah, how you recovered, Rich? Yes. Did you uh, do any uh, traditional Russian recovery methods? He laid out vodka. Yeah, I um, took Monday off and I biked on Tuesday, ran Wednesday, biked today. I mean, active active recovery. Are you workouts like the normal? Yeah, workouts pretty or? normal. Okay, I, I biked outside, so. Nice. You know, whatever I was planning to do outside, I did, mm -hmm. and it was fine. Now, has anyone has anyone uh, bought into the ice Baths. like bath plunge thing? Oh, right I now? I, I buy into it. I just don't do it. I love like I think it's great, and I if I could, and that's a thing, I would I would do them. I think they help a lot. Greg is just shaking his head. <laughs> well, okay. So there's like two two schools of thought on this, right? Like if you listen to Andrew Huberman, they'll like keep you alive until you're 150, oh. right? Like I think there's certain things that it does. Um, there, But like we were talking about inflammation and like reducing yeah. that. There is an idea that like inflammation is what causes adaptation, right? You need to actually create the inflammatory response to yes. cause yourself to get stronger and do that. So like if you're doing things that are getting rid of that, you may be hampering adaptation to some extent. I've heard that same thing. If you, you're working out and you're sore and you take ibuprofen, that right. can blunt the adaptation. Right. So, you know, like if, if that's the biggest benefit of cold plunges, then irregular cold plunges, I guess, like if you're over inflamed and you, you know, you use it, sporadically then fine you know but if you're like i don't know you shouldn't be afraid of inflammation no i don't think so i don't think you should be doing it as part of your training but, but i mean if there's you're people like, who like the you know if you go on youtube or instagram or whatever yeah it's like cold daily yeah. four two times a day they're like yeah. day 33 no. of i think cold like if you're, yeah. if you're over inflamed and you're feeling like your body's been beat up significantly i think it's great i think it, it helps yeah. a lot reduce the kind of like 
reduces your body like over response. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, all the, all the scientific evidence on like massage on like Norma tech boots and stuff like, that. like, yes, they feel good. hundred percent. Do they actually make you recover faster or better or whatever? The science is still out on that kind of stuff. Yeah, and Norman Tech boots for me did nothing. Like I, I have them, don't have them, it doesn't yeah. matter. But when I take, like if my body is so beat up, so swollen, so like sore, I take a cold, like an ice bath, it it helps like to just kind of bring that the response a little bit down and you just like you're able to yeah. be There's a little no, bit more mobile. No question that ice cold reduces inflammation. Hundred percent. Physiologically, though, for recovery, like what do like you need? What blood flow? Like blood yeah. blood mm-hmm. flow basically heals everything, right? right? So yeah. yeah, anything that's going to increase I blood flow is going to help you. I think what Few we food, um, yeah. you know, I think because we know so much or, or we're doing so much, we kind of already said it. We didn't really focus on it. We all did something. We took Monday off, and then we did something. Mm-hmm. But the idea of just moving after. Is is a good thing. Is so like if helpful, yeah, yeah, it's 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 what you should be doing. That's yeah. that's the idea. So it's not the ice bath. It's like once you hit that race or whatever, and the next day, if you do a mile walk or don't just mm-hmm. sit, right? Yeah, it's right. just like do a mile walk or two, whatever it is. Like just get out there and move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you did that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're still moving. That's what's going to help you recover. Yeah, because another uh, study I found in my vast research said that. <laughs> Just spinning on a bike easy is just as effective as doing an ice bath. Oh, yeah? Because mm-hmm. you're getting the blood flowing. It's getting the blood yeah. moving. Okay. Your tissue resilience. <laughs> yeah, for that tissue resiliency. <laughs> Mitochondria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Powerhouse I mean, of the hill. <laughs> 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 yeah, so you do whatever makes you feel good for recovery. Um, and then, I mean, the rest is the, the, the taper is the big thing. And I think like... We, we talked about A, B, and C races. I think, like, I think people misdefine those terms a lot. Like, a C race to me is, and I think I've said this before, but, like, a C race is another day of training. You don't make any cons- consolations in rest recovery. Well, like, it's a day of training. You have your plan leading into it. You have your plan coming out of it, and you're doing that race, and it is what it is. B race is there's a little bit of rest coming into it, a little bit of focus on it and you're going to recover coming out of it and you're going to like plan for it. And then an A race is that block is completely focused around all your, all your training is focused on that. So like, even though like I'm only taking probably a week of rest for Eagle man, it's still my A race for the early season because like all my training that I've been doing, all my hard sessions have been focused on doing well in that kind of event. So it, it's my A race, even though like for the season, it's probably not my biggest goal. It's still an A race. I'm going to rest into it. I've trained for it. I'm going to recover coming out of it. And then I'm going to start over again afterwards, you know? So that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say for our listeners, what, why don't we tell them the difference of what recovery is versus tapering? Yeah, like a recovery week yeah. versus tapering. So recovery week, and, and there is overlap, right? Like when when we use the word taper, like with a taper, you're trying to bring fatigue down and freshness up. Um, with a recovery week, you're trying to kind of do the same thing. You're just really focused on like shedding the fatigue that you've built up over the last couple of weeks so that you can... Um, adapt to it and allow your body to kind of like catch up. Like you, you, 
I mean, realistically, if if you had blood tests every week and you know, you're measuring HRV every morning and stuff, you might be able to get rid of recovery weeks. I, I really do think that if you were really dialed into that kind of stuff, you could probably get rid of recovery weeks. Um, I'm what do you mean time. get rid of? I mean, I don't think you need a recovery week. I don't think, mm. I think that if you were very dialed into what was happening every day and you were managing your load day to day, Mm-hmm. that you could prevent yourself from getting into a state where you need, need a whole it. week or a couple of days to actually recover. Um, I think that is very hard to do. I think just mentally it's, and it's I, and difficult. I, and that's what I was yeah. going to say. I think the mental aspect of it is huge. Having Knowing that like, okay, three weeks of hard work and I'm going to get a, a week mm-hmm. that I can kind of decompress from. That's, you know, huge mm-hmm. value. So, um that's where recovery, like a recovery week or a couple of recovery days or whatever, to me, it like fits in. It's it's kind of bringing back your mental state. It's about letting your body catch up to the training that you've been doing, adapt to that training. Um, tapering is about preparing yourself to perform the absolute best that you can. You know, so it's you're shedding any of the fatigue you have. You are bringing up that freshness. You're kind of like priming the engine to do what you can do. So would it be accurate to say recovery is what you do uh, in training and tapering is what you do before a race or a competition? And would a difference be that when you're tapering, you still keep intensity and not so yeah. much when you're Yeah, recovering? so like a recovery week, like if you want, you could, a recovery week could be totally easy. You know, you could do nothing but easy, easy work. If you do that on a taper, you're going to come in flat. You're going to mm-hmm. come in just, you're not going to be able to, crank it out like you need to with the efforts so you need to keep the, <laughs> keep the intensity going so what do you adjust in a taper that you could you could do um intensity volume or yep. frequency um yeah so i guess we can talk like a like a full-on taper like you were talking about right is gonna probably be close to that two week 10 day to two week range um and I kind of look at it as like a two-week process. So the first week you dial things back to like 70% of your normal volume and intensity. And the next week is closer to like 50% of your volume and intensity. And not when I say intensity, I mean not the... <laughs> when I say the intensity, I mean not the actual intensity. So you wouldn't take a you wouldn't go from like doing intervals at a hundred percent to doing those same intervals at 70%. You would do 70% of the time, but at the same intensity, like you still want to be working at that high level um, because you want to keep being used to that, that kind of effort. What do you say to, let's say you have three days of running typically, let's say for in your training and two of them are easy. One of them is hard. Yeah. In the taper week, could you cut out some of your easy runs and then do the same? Yeah, you might cut fast out. Run? You might add an extra rest day um, into the thing. So, like I've you know been looking at our <clears throat> that week that we have leading into our race a little bit, um, and like adding an extra rest day. You know, so whatever that kind of fits into the schedule of travel and and stuff like that. But then, you know, you you still want to have kind of like a day to prime the 
prime the engine, you know, and, and get, you know, get the heart rate up, but not enough to create any new fatigue, um, and still kind of let your body recover, you know? So if you've got three days, you normally run a week, well, you're still going to run on race day, right? So that's one day, you know, maybe you have an easy day and then maybe you have a day of like, I, you know, I like to call them openers that, you know, or within a day or two of the race where you're going and you're getting the heart rate up a little bit, we're going to race pace. Are you like napping? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <I'm> no. <laughs> no, that was that was right on point. I um, I have nothing else to add to to that. I think it also the one thing that made me think of is I think it's going to depend on everybody's yeah. time, mm-hmm. how time crunch they are, what they can do, what they can't do. So. I think the answer is a little bit different for someone who's super time crunched. I, I maybe just say, look, we're we're not going to push this week. It's you're in, you're you're going into a race, so you know that ideal taper isn't going to be ideal, but it will definitely be a taper. So you're primed, and you do those openers, and you're ready for for the race. And I I think Greg described what I would say is the ideal situation. You have those two weeks. And you're dialing it back seventy percent intensity the two week before and the one week before you're 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 kind of at fifty percent or whatever it is and you're doing your openers and you're giving an extra rest day and you're cutting the easy work. I think that's perfect. Well, the um, time is not the same for everybody. Exactly. Right. Like, so yeah. What I don't time? Think the the amount of time you need to taper. Like I think it varies. Not everybody. Some people need more time. Some people need less time. What do you like? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, usually I don't feel great. Like I, I felt tired. This was the last time I felt tired. And I don't know what the right answer is to mm. even what I need. Because I could tell you like my accidental like two and a half week <laughs> recovery week. Yeah. I'm, I, I feel so sluggish right. coming yeah. out right now. That's like the downside <clears throat> of doing too, mm-hmm. much, too much, like cutting too much yeah. out. You know, you, you've been training your body to be used to this effort, you know, for however many months, like you, get rid of that and your body's like okay let's Mm -hmm. you know let's Let's shut it down yeah let's chill and like then when it's time to do stuff you're not ready for it Mm -hmm. yeah i've done both and i've taken that super long taper i did not do well at all like my body was like what is this why are you putting me through this and so like to me that felt like the right answer would be of a smaller taper and to me that's probably just like what greg was saying just Keeping the intensities about 50, 70% and then getting a little yeah. bit more I th- rest. I think that's the big thing. I think like you can cut volume a lot um, without any kind of bad effects. I think you do need to like keep sprinkling in some intensity, you know, throughout like you, because that's what gives you that stimulus that's like, mm-hmm. okay, we're still doing stuff. We're still mm-hmm. doing yeah. stuff. And it doesn't have to be a lot, like a couple of minutes here and there um, throughout the week or the week before, you know, before. The longer the race, I th- I think personally, un- unless you are, I- I'm going to say like a really high level athlete carrying a ton of fatigue. He's looking at me. Yeah. Just <laughs> um, for a sprint kind of an A race that's a sprint distance or an Olympic, maybe not, maybe an Olympic distance. I don't know. Um, the shorter the race, I think the shorter the taper can be. Um, but I do think like if you are saying, listen, sprint distance nationals are my absolute a number one goal and we're going to work very hard to win my age group in that or perform extremely high in that then you're going to bring your fitness up to a level where you do need a, a two-week taper 
Right. For that and that's what I was going to say. It depends how tired you were before, yeah. how yeah. much work you've been doing leading up to it. Right. Because if you weren't that tired, then you need less time. Yeah. Yeah, that's big. Because for me, uh, Monday, this past Monday was the first activity I, I'd really done in No, you wrote a while. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> first time I ran in like mm-hmm. two weeks. Yeah. And I feel like I've worked on my running a lot. Um this past couple or several months. So it was an easy, uh, you had programmed an easy 50 minute, super like 10 and a half minute to 11 minute mile pace mm-hmm. run. And I was running at like 10 and a half. And I thought I was, my legs were so heavy and mentally I was just, I could not, like I never got to a point where I was like, Oh, like it just feels good. It was like, I was fighting with it the entire time. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I, it, I had all these negative thoughts. I was like, there's no way yeah. I can come back from this. I, oh. Like it was just like terrible. And I was like, I, if, if I had a race that day, it would have been yeah. a disaster. Well, I mean, it's physics, right? And a body in motion tends to stay in motion. A body at rest tends to stay at rest. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but I need a lot more motion than I need <laughs> for rest. Once I get rest, I could just stay at rest for right. a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's it. But I need more you know, motion. So your body had gotten used to. Yeah, resting. I needed that. I needed that intensity. Without that having any intensity, like it was just too much rest, and it was yeah. just a shock to my system. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then next day I swam. Uh, it mentally it felt tough. Like I didn't think I was going to get through it, but. It, it, I made it through, and then finally, I think I did run on Wednesday. Legs still felt a little heavy, but my cardio felt okay. It's just, it's just continuing fighting that feeling in my legs. I'm just like, I just feel like I can't get them going. Mm-hmm. You bring up an interesting point, and that point is like, it's it's very unique to the to the individual as to how they feel coming back into it. And I I don't necessarily think that you sh- that anybody who takes some time off for whatever injury or not feeling well, that they need to come back. They, I, I personally think better to come back slower, slower, slower than to try to just kind of like feel your way as to what the max is at that point. Yeah. I'd rather like feel like more of a gradual like ease into it than like, oh, well, let's see where I am after taking two weeks off. So mm-hmm. I it, it, it think it for most athletes, it's, it's better to, to like ease into it. Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent to walk, walk. Yeah, yeah. I think my mindset too was like, let me just see what it feels like, and kind of do like what Marilyn says, where you just like give it ten, like ten, twenty minutes, and if it's still terrible, maybe shut it down. But um, I would say finally Wednesday, I finally hit that uh, point where as I got deeper into the workout, started feeling more normal, and then even the, today's bike workout started off like, oh, it's like even 165 watts, I was like, oh man, this, <laughs> like, this is so heavy. And then so once nice. I got through the first round, I was like, okay, like I felt back to normal again. Yeah. So um, definitely would not advise taking like two and a half week recovery. Like that's yeah. not optimal. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's too a lot. <laughs> You'd advise it if you're not feeling well. Yeah, right. it yeah, wasn't I mean, intentional. It was because I was yeah. you know, right. sick. You were sick. There was nothing we could do about it. That was all we could do. Um, I think one of the biggest things with uh taper that people like it's a tough thing to do right because you're going like you're working towards this goal and the goal is getting closer and closer and closer so nerves are probably going up and up and up as Mm -hmm. you as you get ready for it um but the when you taper you are losing fitness right you that's a you have to be okay with that you're gonna lose some fitness but if you went in with that high level of fitness and a high level of fatigue to your race, you're not going to perform as best as you can. 
But if you lose a little bit of fitness, you can gain a lot of freshness and go into your race and perform well. And that's mentally, it's a very difficult kind of thing to get your head around that most most of us are with that, that type A personality who's just like, go, 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 go. And now somebody's telling you like, no, take it easy and you're going to do better. But in your head, you're like, but I'm... I'm losing some of that stuff I work towards. I'm losing some of that. And so the whole idea is let's build up higher than we can, than we need to be, shed a little bit of fitness, a ton of fatigue, and get fresh and go into our race ready to just nail it. Um, but mentally, that's like a hard thing to do. And I think that's part of what you said, like the way you feel going into it, like your body's going from a fatigued state to a recovered state and like hormonal changes are happening mm-hmm. and it's just different from anything you've been doing for the last 20 or 30 weeks and now it's like okay that's hard to be used to there's a couple of days after like three or four days you probably feel like garbage Mm -hmm. and then hopefully it starts turning the corner it's important to focus on sleep which we haven't talked about yeah Um, Yeah. if you can get extra sleep that during that taper time it's benefiting you exponentially Mm -hmm. i always try to do that too Sleep or you need more ice? No, sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good on ice. Um, Yeah, for sure. And there was something else I was going to say about it. Like, now I can't remember. Um, You guys keep talking. Uh, I know you want to talk about sleep, but um, the whole thing with taking that little break to, to come back stronger, I think what really clicked for me to embrace that, though, was seeing that curve of, you're building and building fitness and then you go into that recovery and you're going to dip. But if you do it right, you get this overcompensation yeah. of mm-hmm. recovery t- into fitness and you end up higher than when mm-hmm. you started. So yeah. knowing that if you do it right and that's what you're trying to achieve, then it's like you can embrace that I actually, first dip. Yeah. And I actually like it because usually by the time you get there, I'm ready for that little like break, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so. But now Greg wants to take it away. If- I know. No, oh, so I do remember <laughs> what I was going to say. And, and that is when you're leading into a race, um, the stress that comes with that race and getting prepared for it, especially if you have to travel, you need to take that into account too. Mm-hmm. You can't, like a travel day is not necessarily a rest day, right? right. Like that's something that you, it, it, because in your, again, you're used to going and going and going, but then like, if you, especially if you have to fly or you're changing time zones or you're changing climates or something like that, like that messes with you big time. That adds a ton of stress and it's not physical, like exertional stress, but it's still adding to your stress. Like you have to account for that. And I think sometimes people get so worked up in getting ready for the race and packing and getting all their crap ready to go and like getting there on time and doing this and doing that that is also something you need to try and limit as much as you mm-hmm. can um, f- so that you can perform at your best. Because you're still probably getting that cortisol increase. Yeah, you're, and yeah. your, your you're body still getting that, that as, stress reaction. Mm. Yeah. Like even just planning for your travel to the race, you should do it well ahead of time so you're not stressed because you don't add extra. Yeah. And I'll say about how, Greg, you say like before a race, like you're excited, like yeah. you're looking forward uh, and probably in part because your experience in, in racing, whereas someone more new is like, ner- you're nervous, you have, you're anxious. And mm-hmm. so that like, that so the difference that. in stress, just like you're pumped up and someone else is just stressed, just waiting, like that's just building into, yeah. building into that race. So it's a totally different experience. Um, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. So, 
All right, so let's go into sleep. Rich, how do you optimize your sleep? You just try to get more time to sleep, go to bed earlier. <laughs> and so any yeah, tips, tricks? Do you reduce your uh, screen time? Everybody's so different with their sleep time. Blackout, yeah. the, blackout blinds. Everybody's so different. I can't imagine <laughs> what to works be prescriptive. For white noise. Always white noise. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't yeah, actually have any problems falling asleep. It's kind of just kind of like I can go to sleep if I watch TV or if I go to bed or if I'm reading a book or whatever. Like I'm tired because you wake up early to do this stuff. By the mm-hmm. time you get through your day, you're beat. Are you able to stay asleep? So sometimes, depends on whatever else is going on in life, I'm able to stay asleep, sometimes not. And so maybe taking, so I've tried taking melatonin at times because I hear that's good for for sleep. Um, Whatever anybody can do to to get some extra sleep, maybe take less caffeine during the day, whatever it is. How about you guys? I try and go to sleep like around the same time always, and I don't have a problem sleeping. And staying yeah, asleep sleeping. too. Are you I like might a get deep up sleeper? like I might get up like once in the night, but go right back to sleep. Yeah, I'm tired I, from all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> I have a hard time going yeah. to sleep sometimes. Like that's if if I'm gonna get bad, a bad night's sleep, it's because I can't fall asleep, and so that's. Usually it's my head just going into random places that it doesn't need to go on at, you know, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. What triggers that? I don't know. Um, the better I can, like, so if I'm having that trouble, like it's, it, the more I can do to just detach my brain and put it into some like mundane process, like the better I'll fall asleep. So like if I'm laying in bed, it's I'll read. Um, and that helps me, like I've said it before, like I can fall asleep with a book just on my face. Like it just yeah. puts me to sleep. Good technical book too. It doesn't matter what, it honestly doesn't matter. Like it, I can re- be reading anything and it'll put me to sleep if I'm like committed to going to sleep. Um, but I was like one of those kids who would like be like, oh, I got six chapters left of this book and I'm going to finish reading this book. Um, that doesn't really happen anymore. But so that's a good thing for me. Uh, TV, like I grew up with a TV in my bedroom. And so, like, I would have the TV on and, like, I would just fall asleep to the TV being on. Um, yeah, that's fine. I can't do that. Well, so, like, my wife can't do that. We don't have a TV in our bedroom. And so if – but that's still, like – it's almost like my comfort blanket. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I can't fall asleep, that's my – like, I'm not going to turn the light on with her sleep trying to sleep next to me. I'll I'll just go downstairs and, and watch TV and fall asleep on the couch and sleep on the couch that night. Um, and that's yeah. – it puts me to sleep. Like it just, it doesn't, I can watch, I can turn something on that I can like have almost like white noise sort yeah. of, but it's more than white noise. Like, mm-hmm. cause I can sort it of like, it'll it. take my mind off whatever crap's going through my head. Um, and, and that will put me to sleep. So it's usually just like quieting my mind. And for me, the only way I can do that is either TV or, um, reading. Yeah. Same. So. There's a, a technique I learned once or a technique I've learned and I've used it sometimes when that my mind is racing like that and they tell you to like, so you're whatever your, your mind is racing. So then you just like, you're lying down and you just focus on starting from literally like your toes mm-hmm. and you're just relaxing it in your mind and yeah, then you move meditation. up to your ankles and then you're relaxing your ankles. So you basically try to make it up your entire body. You're just 
focusing on each body part, relaxing and trying to get as calm. And usually by the time like you're getting up to your like your head, you're, you just now you've fallen asleep. Here, here, I, I'd rather be asleep. I, right? I, <laughs> I count my breaths and that helps. If yeah. I like start thinking about stuff and I can't fall asleep, then every time I exhale, I count. And usually by 10, I'm asleep. You guys are mentally stronger than me because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like one, two. Wait a minute! I got to do this. Here's one that—that's because you're not focused enough on I know. your breath. It's, Here, here's it. one that hasn't worked for me, and, and I've read this in a number of books. They say you pick a time and you let your mind like do whatever it's thinking about. Like so you say, I'm gonna for the next two minutes, my mind is gonna go into whatever channels yeah. and thinks about it. But after two minutes, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, that's bullshit. And I'm no, like, that's that not that do. has never yeah, worked. No, like I'm like, okay, matter. now I'm gonna let my mind go. Like, yeah. Two minutes later, okay, I'm gonna stop. No, yeah, no, no, no. That doesn't work. The, the breathing works for me. I never really have problems falling asleep, <laughs> but I do like I wake up a lot in the middle of the night. Not to like get up, it's just like I, I wake up like something yeah. is mm-hmm. I hear a noise or something or maybe my legs are sore. I just like I just wake up. So I'm always trying to figure out like how can I just stay in yeah. like yeah. a deep no. sleep. Yeah, uh, and I try it like ZMA it seems to help somewhat mm-hmm. um, but it's inconsistent I don't know like I can't tell like, there's so many other factors but I'm always in that search for uh, what I can do and I'm, I'm kind of curious like you like one of your tips you said was you use separate blankets and you said that yeah. helped right oh yeah 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 like yeah. helps a lot. But only if that's the reason that you're getting. Up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. If I add, if it's, it's not, like it's if I add all these little things together, maybe. I, I, um, yeah. No, that was like we we just I'm we both moved. Well, yeah, we both moved around enough in our sleep that like you'd be cognizant of yeah. like trying to just readjust and like thinking about the other person next to you and stuff like like I don't know when we went to separate blankets, but yeah, it was like night and day. But that's like Marilyn said, like if that was a thing that would keep us from getting comfortable enough to fall back asleep. So, yeah, I have this thing where if I, if it's if I check the clock or whatever, I, I wake up for whatever reason. And it's like, oh, there's only 45 minutes or oh, an hour left to worst. sleep. I'm that's done. The worst. So I try to trick my mind and always say, like, I try not to look at the clock. And yeah. I'm like, OK, it's Can't like middle that. of the night. I've got like five hours of sleep left. So I go back to sleep. Do you have a clock next to your bed? No, no. me neither. But I have my watch on. Yeah, that's my alarm yeah. clock. Yeah. The night before the race, I woke up and it was two forty-five. I was like, oh. no. <laughs> "What time was your alarm oh, no. set to go off?" Three. I think yeah, like three ten or something. Yeah. Like that set up. Isn't that better if you just wake up naturally at that time? No. And then just get up. No, because I no, I lost you have to, like 20, twenty minutes, minutes of mm. sleep because quality of that. Then sleep. I was like, "Oh, forget it. I'll just get isn't, up." Isn't isn't there a study? Mm-hmm. I don't know much about sleep. I um, read some things, but that most You've of your REM your whole life, you gotta know. <laughs> most of your REM sleep happens towards the end of your sleep cycle. I think that's yeah. it's based mine on the Garmin. Like that's spread what it out. Is. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like mine are separated. I get like I forget which one I get most of. I guess I could look. My up. my deep from, sleep comes in the beginning, and then I'm REM sleep on the on the back oh, end, and then I wake like up. From what split. I read, your REM sleep happens towards like your last few. Yeah, my hours. I don't get any REM sleep until I get all my deep sleep early in the night, and then my REM sleep happens. Right. Later so like at night. I get very little deep sleep. It's weird. So like to try to make sure you hit all of your sleep cycles, like you want to make sure you get your two hours of REM deep, an hour fifty four minutes. And I He's think sleeping the, now. <laughs> and the key to not waking up groggy, though, is like you want to wake up in the proper cycle. Like you don't want to wake yeah. up in the and middle the of a REM, deep cycle. Yeah. And I will see, my REM is all split up. Let me see. You have no REM. Oh, wow. On the pink is REM. Yeah. That's a wake. No. No. You got to fix that deep sleep cycle, though. I have no, I barely get any deep. It's like right in the beginning and then it's all light. 
Um, Which, okay. by the way, also, like, I'm not sure of the accuracy of yeah. those. Right. I, I yeah. don't know that these yeah. can... True, true, like, true. over a certain amount of true. time, yes, you collect a lot of data, so yeah, there's yeah. some accuracy I think it's, in it, but I don't... When you're in really a deep fall. sleep, you basically are, like, paralyzed. Like, you don't move. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. just... You're, that's what it's detecting, I think, motion. But in REM, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. your brain is a little more active, and you're... So you're going to move and toss and turn a little bit. Yeah. So I think that's what it's measuring. Yeah. And I toss and turn like all night. So, mm. so that's yeah. not like I wish like there was like mm-hmm. what are the strategies to not toss and turn at yeah. night? I don't know. Weighted oh, blanket. Yeah. I like mine. <laughs> so it just weighs you down. So separate blankets and weighted. I use a weighted one. Claire doesn't. I I only have a weighted one because she got one and didn't like it. Um, yeah. Hand me downs. Hand me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got white mm-hmm. noise. You like the white noise? Yeah. Have it on my phone. I do. I do like. Uh, darkness. I find that if I get mm-hmm. darkness the, is a big one. If the yeah. shades are up and I'm in the light in the summer starts hitting, um, I wake up with it and yeah. I'm awake. I can't have it hot. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I would yeah. like it. Yeah, Me neither. cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely but cold. with blankets. Yes, yes. yes. So. Cold with blankets. <laughs> That's a blanket. Um, yeah, I think so. Like I have the benefit in the summertime of not really having. I, I do get to wake up kind of when I want to, um, and it's it is night and day with i get more sleep i get mm-hmm. better sleep i wake up when you i feel want. different right? i feel just 100 percent different so how much sleep is uh, uh your optimal amount for me realistically like eight and a half to nine hours is a good number for me that's it's i don't rare i rarely get nine um i i never get my good number but a good number is eight yeah <laughs> yeah eight to nine i'm fine yeah, I would like eight. I think I'm closer to seven most most um, of the time. During the school week, I'm probably closer to that, seven and a half. You guys are, I don't know why, getting sporadic, whatever, five and a half, six. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I can. Four. No, I'm not getting numbers that low. Like, it's it's rare that I'm getting. No, never. I'm always getting at least, like, seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I think sleep's a big part of it, yeah. you know, and then that kind of sets you up for success and all the rest of it. You know, during your taper, during your recovery weeks, like you need to optimize those mm-hmm. things and like focus on those and realize like, okay, maybe I'm not working out as much. Like those are the important things. Sleep and is... And eating. Yeah. Just because you're tapering doesn't mean you don't eat as much. Yeah. I mean, I think I... I don't know if I told you this, James, during like right before the marathon, like don't get on a scale the yeah. week before your marathon. Like, Keep eating the same. Yeah. I Don't ba- get on the scale I lost ever. like all my appetite while I was not exercising. Yeah, yeah. It's just like not hungry. I was did you lose your appetite and your food, or did you just lose mm-hmm. your appetite? Did you still eat the same amount? No, I ate. Le- I wasn't even hungry. Sometimes I didn't even eat. I just yeah. didn't eat breakfast. I was like, I'm not hungry. Like, that usually may I'm be like starving. why you feel sluggish then. So I'm like now I'm like that my I'm be. eating again, yeah. but I actually like I dropped like three pounds or something. Right. Um. So that kit's gonna fit a lot better uh, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes in. But I was like, oh, all right. I, I, cause I always worry about like I, I get so used to a certain level amount of eating right. when I'm training just to keep going. But I mean, that's good. That means you're like in tune with what your body actually needs. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Right. Let's say that. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah I'm it's in tune. In tune. I'm very in tune. <laughs> With your feelings. Tune in. He's in He is. <laughs> oh, I just watched that movie, uh, A Man Called Otto, oh, on Netflix. I've never nope. seen it. With Tom Hanks. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> Tearjerker. I cried. Yeah. 
I don't uh, know how we switched I mean, to that. What one, happened? Yeah. Did, like, yeah. where did we go taper, from sleeping taper? Sleep. I just watched that movie. James is emotional. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't always, but this was a, definitely a, like my eyes were like all watery. Really? And yeah. It's, it's, it's a happy, sad sort of. I don't know. <laughs> the hell does that mean? <laughs> it's a whole different podcast. I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to get off this subject. <laughs> it was good. That's good. Jerker. Yeah. For all of you listening, a man called Otto a man comes called highly Otto. recommended by James if <laughs> yes. you need to cry. Yes. Like full on ugly crying or just no like, no no it's just like, like you need to dabble a little tear it would be like yeah like a yeah what's like, an oh, ugly like, I just got something in my eye like, oh the I ugly can... like just <laughs> what can was you... the cartoon movie he went to see <laughs> he was telling us Mario? about it Super Mario Mario yeah. you, you cried, cried during Mario yeah, something yeah, part, was, some part like, was like emotional you remember he texted us he was like it was so emotional yeah, <laughs> I went emotional. I giggled what? the whole way through there was an emotional part I forget which part the hell it was. Super but Mario yet, Brothers. he didn't find the Chelsea Sodaro thing emotional. I almost cried during that. I mean, I just, that was I a good get one. past the urinal in the garage. I was like, why is there a urinal in the I garage? I wish I had one of those. <laughs> yeah. My dad, my dad is like into his stuff. Like his, he's got his toys and he has a gigantic garage up at his place. And uh, that's the one thing that's missing from it is a, <laughs> a, urinal? a urinal. I was like, why? Is it why? far from the garage? Front to the house? Well, the urinal is it far from? He doesn't. He have doesn't it. have a urinal. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But he in the garage, he doesn't have a urinal. Yeah. But is it like? Does he have to go far for the urinal? Does he have to go far? <laughs> I hope he doesn't have a urinal there in his is house. Not a urinal <laughs> in the house at all. In the house at all. No. no. They have a regular whole... toilet bowl. <laughs> okay. How far is that from the garage? Oh, like a uh, hundred yards. So that's far. Hey, yeah. hundred yards Rich. is far. It's far oh, enough God. where my bathroom is next to the garage. I don't need a urinal in the garage. Rich, do you know what a urinal is? Are yes. you living okay. in the garage that you like? My dad does. Know. My dad literally like will leave like morning breakfast. Okay, see, I'm going to work in the garage. No idea what that means, but he's up there until dinner time. My mom used to call him on a walkie-talkie. Dave, <laughs> Dave, dinner's ready. Come down to. Cool, cool. That's amazing. Taking care of that RV. Oh, yeah. He's got all kinds of. He's probably just hanging out taking. in the RV. Just. I know. Yeah. He's doing. He's just pit. You know, like fiddling around with stuff. Yeah. He's just inside the RV, watching TV, drinking. <laughs> it might be. We've might really, be. we've really gone off the rails. Yeah. Chelsea Sodaro. Back right. to the sleeping, eating, eating. eating. You got to reduce stress. Yes. As much as you can. It's tough during race week though, right? Like race week is a stressful time, especially if you're traveling. Try and do whatever you can to reduce that stress. Like yeah, before. I mean, I don't remember. I, I think I brought, my, I brought my pillow with me traveling. when we went to Did you? Muscle Man. Like, I'm little, less stressed traveling. Stuff. Like yeah. if we get a decent hotel, I'm less stressed traveling. Then, like at home, I have yeah, so many more part, yeah, with with kids and out. family. I just have so much more going on at home yeah. that I don't have to think about when I'm traveling. So okay. I, I feel valid. like maybe the stress is actually a little bit less. Hmm. I haven't like I I can't imagine that might be really tough. Like, what about traveling with your family to oh, a race? Oh no, no, no. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I that would be more stressful because then I would have that to think about stressful. everything, like where they're yeah. going to eat, what they're going to eat, right. where they're gonna how they're going to sleep, yeah. how are they doing? Like, so that part. Like totally. you have to weigh out. It's nice to see them on the course, mm-hmm. but then it's also like yeah, leading up to the race. And I'm like worried about them. Like they're bored. My and family has been to see me at races, like both my marathons and they went to AC mm-hmm. and it did cross my mind during the race. Like, oh my God, the kids, like they're standing just, out here for hours and I'm, you know. We brought our yeah, dog too. T- yeah. Oh. And I was like, 
at an yeah. AC. I'm like, oh my gosh, my dog, what, what is she doing? It's like yeah. hot out there on the boardwalk. And <laughs> now it's better. Just stay yeah. home. So yeah, no offense to our families, yeah. but it's actually we're more concerned about their well-being yeah, exactly. and that they're going to be bored. Like mm-hmm. it's a six-hour, let's say, race. It's not that Jenny exciting. came with me to AC and she's been to a bunch. I've been doing this for a while, right? So after we took off in the swim, she saw us go in the swim. She just went in the car. I remembered she missed you. She like, missed. She, she, <laughs> she missed like, like I think she may have race. come out on the bike. She may not have come out. And then like after the race, I can barely walk. I literally, because it was so, like, I it barely was so walk. Hot. I'm like, yeah. are you anywhere nearby? She's like, no, nope, I'm in the car, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where's the bus? <laughs> like, I have to yeah, find the bus to get back. That. So, you know, it, that's another kind of, I I think you need to just like think about all the possible stressors and reduce them as much as you possibly can. You Mm -hmm. know, there's, it's tough because some of the, like some people go do these destination races and like travel and it's, you know, you're going to do the race and then do a vacation or do a vacation and then do the race. Like that adds like the, all that stuff is stress that is going to potentially take away from your performance. Yeah. And here's the other thing too. Like when you go with your family, um, like we're gonna get to this to the race on Friday, Saturday, like check in, whatever, mm-hmm. and then race Sunday. If I was with my family, like I'd feel like, all right, Saturday we gotta do stuff. Like you're obligated so, to do mm-hmm. something, right? Like, like Rich for, walked how many miles? Yeah, I did. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I was on I that boardwalk, board just walking up, and I, eventually I was like, did. I was like, I just got, I gotta rest. I gotta get off yeah. my feet. I can't yeah. walk these miles. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, the rest of us didn't move from the patio. <laughs> yeah, I had so, my feet up all day. <laughs> so this, I also don't. I know everybody does it and it's a thing like flying to races, but that to me would add a lot more stress with the bike, mm. with flying on the bike. Yeah. Like I know there's, you know, not a lot of races to go to and you go, you fly because you have to, but it's like half the stress not to fly your bike to a race. Yeah. Because that's a big part of your race. It's such a huge part. And like any little thing that goes wrong with the bike and you're like, all of a sudden that's messed up. All right. Yeah. So you, you, don't travel with your family to the race. <laughs> Sleep as much as you can before. Eat well. Drive. Drive if possible. If you can, if that's feasible. Mm-hmm. Bring your um, bring your weighted blanket and your pillow. <laughs> bring your friends. Yeah. And just have fun. Well, okay. What about okay? Here, here's a question. What about the day before the race? So you're out there, your race is tomorrow. You're out to dinner with the team, the fam, the family, the friends, the teammates. What are you eating? You're out. It's a good question. I I really liked how bacon muscle- cheeseburger, French fries. <laughs> well, like Muscle Man last year was great. We we all went up two days ahead of time, mm-hmm. right? Like or the two days before. Um, we did like the team dinner the night, two nights before, right? Mm-hmm. Like on, it was, yeah. race was Sunday. Then, so like Friday night, we all went out to dinner, had a burger, had a beer. Like it was a chill thing because we were still. We, well, let's pause. Hold on. You said burger, beer. Yeah. So you're drinking two nights before the race. I was. One beer. I, I had a beer. Mm-hmm. I'm not questioning or yeah, judging. I, I'm I just saying think, for our listeners. I think one, one drink. It, I mean, listen, if you drink somewhat regularly a drink is not going to change you know if if you don't ever drink don't have your first drink <laughs> the two days before the race but like if it's a normal part of your thing i don't think you hold back like you have a drink maybe it helps relax you maybe it helps put you to sleep i i don't notice any difference in my recovery or sleep or whatever with one drink um yeah so we did that two nights before and then the night before i mean we didn't 
We didn't go out to dinner. We ate in our rooms. Oh, right? yeah, I don't we think had, we did anything. Yeah, like, we ate in we our had, rooms. We'd all brought food um, for that dinner the night before and just... That's when you start doing it. You, you didn't do that. I ended up getting like ordering food or something. Oh, to my room. Well, because he was up in the casino. I think oh, that's something right. pretty safe, though. It was just like vegetables and a protein. I forget. Like a... Maybe yeah, just I mean, I just... I brought, I I brought mm. like a big tub of rice and eggs mm. and Rich brought some chicken, like some rotisserie chickens. Mm-hmm. Quinoa and chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, mm, rotisserie chicken. Yeah, yeah that that's was when a, I had chicken and rice. That's Good my right go-to in. meal prep right now. I just buy a rotisserie chicken. Mm-hmm. I used to like just cook chicken. Like, it was such a... It became this hassle like Sunday... Season chicken, whatever, cook it, mm-hmm. and then chop it up, put it in tubs. And I'm like, then I realized, why don't I just get a rotisserie chicken? Yeah, it's so good. And just, I don't have, like, it just, even yeah. though it's probably not the same price per pound, but yeah. it's just my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'll actually do it because I just have to get a mm-hmm. chicken. Yeah. We rotate between like three or four different meal prep things, you know, so it's like every week we'll do a different one. Um, and it's doing it for two of us. So it's, you know, what we do. We cook it from scratch. Mm. But anyway, yeah, like figure out some kind of way to reduce, you know, food. I think food is just personal. That's what mm-hmm. whatever you've been doing. Um, no new foods before rates. For no. sure. Reduce fiber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You told like me that. Like that whole week. Yeah. Really? You should be. Because? So. Stomach things. Yeah. yeah. You don't want You don't want a lot of bulk moving through the bowels. Yep. Does anyone do like an enema before? Right? <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Every Thursday, whether I need it or not. No. <laughs> Why would? That Why are be you calling thing? this podcast an enema? That's just so <laughs> wrong. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, just to be cleared out. I don't know. Do you randomly do like I can't? I don't, Again, can't approach nothing, that. Nothing no. new I bet you on race day. I can't <laughs> approach this. I'm I bet you there's somebody out there that does. Probably. Probably. I'm sure there's people who do all kinds of shit. Yeah. Doesn't mean you need to be doing it. Yeah. You get, people yeah. do LSD and run marathons. Right. Yeah. I'm not, Sub four, too. Jeez. Yeah, I'm not jumping and on I that bandwagon. I can do that off LSD. <laughs> he was already Maybe fast, though, probably. Um, well, I was just thinking. So, there. I mean, if you read, like, the mistakes, don't do these mistakes or make these mistakes before a race. Like, alcohol is listed as one of those things. Like, don't drink. Um, yeah. But like you said, I think it's... If, one beer is fine. Right. If it's part of your routine, like, your body is probably already adapted Right to it, um, yeah. So it's not. And I mean, like, much. realist. Like, I'm not drinking much in the couple of weeks. You know, mm-hmm. maybe two weeks prior. Um, so a drink just to kind of just out to, out to dinner. Like, I just think of it's carbs. Yeah, I yeah. It just I don't know. One drink doesn't so bother me. Fill up that glycogen. Yeah. The night before, I probably wouldn't, but two nights before, yeah, yeah it's fine. I had a friend who got blackout drunk before the New York City Iron oh Man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah? How'd yeah. It, how'd it I don't know if it was the night before or the two nights before. He, oh, it was terrible. Yeah, he no kidding. had a terrible <laughs> race. Surprise, but he, huh? <laughs> who would have thunk? <laughs> he, like, he regrets it to this anything day. you do after a blackout drunk is yeah. going to yeah. be terrible. Yeah. It's not going to be a good day. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. Gets, nobody gets blackout and is like, I made the best decision <laughs> of my life that day. Whatever the next thing is, yeah. the next day. It could the be like a day? walk in the park. Oh. It could be like the worst walk in the park ever. I invented Bitcoin the next <laughs> yeah. day. Like, that doesn't happen. Same guy, though. He did three marathons in two weeks. Well, that's... Yeah. Probably smarter than getting blackout. <laughs> I don't know. That he didn't black blackout out before. might be smarter than that. Yeah. Three know. marathons in two weeks? Yeah. yeah. I think he On purpose? There was one yeah. during the week. How I fast were <laughs> Different countries. <laughs> different states. He was like, oh, and I'm not super fast, but I think in, in the fours, 
Um, I think you could train to do that. I don't think that would beat you up too much. I think it's doable. Then why can't you I do You don't think Philly? that would beat you up too much? We're going to have a disagreement there. Wait, wait, so you weeks. just said three and two is okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing Philly That's 14 is days. No, but you yeah. want to do good at both of them. You said uh, he, he didn't do great at either any oh, of them. four something, He's though. finishing. Right, you want to go sub four. That's still a lot. He's still going to have a bone to pick. It doesn't matter take, what he does. He's got to take LSD. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. yeah I don't a, have a train of thought. A good my train, train is off the tracks always. I once did like four. LSD? Oh. No. <laughs> like four or five ma- half marathons in like nine weeks or something like that. Something. Oh, that's. Yeah. Did you get faster and faster? But no. But wait, hold on, hold on. At like every one of them. Right, but, but hold on. Aren't we doing yeah, that I with the. I was already signed up. We're kind of doing thing. that with our weekend runs. What? Well, she said she's the no because weeks. they're easy. I I, they're I don't easy. race yeah, my weekend. I don't race or try oh, okay. to race my weekend runs. Right, but they're still like long. every no, weekend you're totally doing totally different. Yeah, yeah, totally different. You wanted to win your age group and stuff. No, she I, wants to win the race. No, the whole I thing? wanted to do better for my. Th- that it was just not happening. <laughs> it wasn't even the racing. What it was, was the my auspices training. of it? It was everything was bad. But was that the plan? Like you were just gonna hey, do Siri, nine? define auspices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you um, just wanted to do nine and nine weeks. No, it wasn't on purpose. It was just somebody was like, "Hey, there's." <laughs> but you there's signed up for that. <laughs> it yeah, wasn't. I'm sure that guy <laughs> accidentally blacked out before his marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I just woke up and there was a start line outside my house. <laughs> It Nine weeks in a row, I, I just kept waking up, and there was a marathon. People kept saying, "Hey, there's this race. You want to do it? All right, sure." And hey, next thing I knew, was it people or just like one person <laughs> asking you? Was it you looking in the mirror? Maybe it was sabotage. <laughs> wow! Hmm. It's like this is how I can beat Marilyn. <laughs> beat her into submission. That's stupid. What? 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 Um. What makes you so competitive? What drives I you? As by birth, I don't know. <laughs> I've always, I don't know. My whole family Where do you is like fit that. In the hierarchy of your family not the hierarchy like like competitive you have siblings i'm the youngest yeah oh there we go but we all are like we'll have no we can't all be the youngest (laughs) (laughs) we're all competitive like we'll have you know we'll play wiffle ball or something at a family barbecue and it turns into like tackle yeah (laughs) like people are tackling people before they get to the base like it's just so you're just raised that way yeah and to just yeah Try and be the best. And like crush the competition or just be the best? Just try and be the best, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It comes from my like my dad, my uncles are all like that. Like, yeah. I don't know. My brother, like, he, he my mom, he thought he, like, I was like his little brother, sort of, but I was a girl. My mom would be like, she's not a girl, she's not a boy. He'd be like, no, she's got to be better than the boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that, do you, is that, um, does that motivate you to like to beat the boys? Well, sometimes or it like be able to, to keep, be able to keep does. up. Yeah, like, she I beats guess. the boys. No, yeah. just yeah. be able to keep up. I guess most of them. But yeah, <laughs> 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 I still got time. Yeah, um, but yeah, competitive. Just yeah, it's a family thing. I guess. Is there anything that you don't do competitively? Like, can you can you enjoy something and not? But I do enjoy it. <laughs> 
enjoy whooping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it tremendously like, when I beat you up a hill. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, but can um, like no. you lose a board game or like mini golf? Are you okay? Oh, I hate mini golf. Because you're um, not, probably because you can't win at it. Yeah, mm. probably because I'm bad at it. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next next level event. Mm-hmm. Mini golf. Mini golf. <laughs> we should we should do that. Uh, find a little. You know, putt putt place uh, in, in Maryland, North Carolina, or but, North Carolina. But oh, that also kind of makes me scared to go axe throwing with her. Like. <laughs> I'm oh, terrible yeah, at that too. I'm really bad. I realize you can't. You're not supposed to do a lot of wrist. I know it's, it's, it's all the, like a yeah. almost like a fixed wrist, a limp, a limp wrist. It bounces back. The every... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's math involved in that. Yeah. I don't know what we were talking about again. Tapering. <laughs> Tapering. <laughs> Competitiveness. <laughs> Getting ready for your yeah. race. So the research, whatever. Yeah. You do it could the research be is long, longer for long races, shorter for shorter, or just that seven, oh no, 10 to two weeks. Yeah. Uh, reduce volume, but keep intensity the mm-hmm. same or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this episode is just going to be titled whatever. Whatever. All right. Um, Rest. I'm going to say whatever. one thing Deeper. and then we're going to cut it off. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wrap it up. If there's one take home message, <laughs> only one. <laughs> only one for me. Really? No. This is what um, happens. That we're three quarters yeah. done with this picture um, here. Too much. You cannot taper too many times in a season. I think that's a big take home. You. Mm. All right. You can't if you get in this perpetual um, process of like resting for every single race or racing too much and thinking that you can rest for everyone, you're going to stagnate or go mm-hmm. backwards. But, but you said the to, opposite. You can't. No, what I meant by that was you. You are. It's a bad thing to try and taper too much. You you can't do like it's it shouldn't be allowed to be able to do it. Um, but people end up doing it. People say, like, I'm going to race six times this year. Well, if you're going to taper two weeks for mm-hmm. each of those six races, that's 12 weeks of the season. Like, you're when the hell training. are you going to train? Yeah. Exactly. Right? So you have to pick your races. You have to, like, we all went into this past weekend with very, very little expectations. I mean, maybe, Marilyn, you had this idea. Like, I texted you early on, and I was like, listen, based on the last couple of years, you could probably win this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... Uh, like I went in with zero. I was like, I, I wanted to feel good. You know, I don't know what you were feeling, Rich, but like feeling great, feeling great. <laughs> on that bike. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> he was those, full. All those carbs, all those carbs sloshing around. I every race like that, the first race of the season is just get the bugs out and try things. But I think and a lot of people out. go in every race and they said, I spent a lot of money on this, or I traveled to get to this, or I got this new pair of shoes or <laughs> I got this new bike or I got this you know, um, and like that puts pressure on it and you feel like you have to perform and you have to get a PR at every race you cannot do that nobody can do that like you can't rest for every single race or you're not going to get any better you have to pick your goals carefully you have to be either okay not doing your best at a given race or just not doing that race and if you're not okay with that then I don't know but mm. you you have to you cannot rest fully for every single race you do. One to two big peaks a year is about all that somebody yeah. can handle. And I think that that there's one other thing that I would nope, say. Nope, I said this is the last. No, nope. he was <laughs> nope. <wrapping it> up. <laughs> is that like it's possible to race too much. Mm-hmm. You don't 
You shouldn't be racing nine races in nine weeks. No. Like uh, it's possible I, to I race will, too much. Okay, I'll give you a lot uh, of people race so much. And I think you can race a lot if you don't put a lot of like weight into each of those races. They don't become a race. Then they just become a, a training. training so you're talking about r- like all out racing too much versus you're signing trying, up for you set races a, right, and just you set having a them goal, on the calendar. Like, you like, set a goal, I'm going to win You know, six races this season or right. seven races or yeah. eight races this season. You can't do that it's, it's, unless you're a stud, like unless you are already so far ahead of the competition. I'll give you like, so in the, the local bike racing scene, every Saturday you can go race in Central Park early in the morning. Every Thursday you can race over at Rockley. Like there's these little, but those are training rates. Those are like taking the place of a really hard workout and that's it. You're not, nobody's resting up for those races. Like <clears throat> if Thursday's a hard day, then Tuesday's probably going to be a hard day too. And Wednesday might be a long day, but then I'm going into the race and I might have shitty legs, but like, fine. Like it's just a local training crit around a, you know, an industrial park, like that's fine. It's when you're like, okay, I'm going to do four 70.3s this year, or I'm going to do two Ironmans and two or three 70.3. Like if you expect yourself to perform in all of those things, you're going to be disappointed and you're going to put yourself in a spot that you are not going to be able to get the most out of yourself. And you're just going to get frustrated. That's totally hundred percent true. Been there. Nine half marathons, and, <laughs> and that was just in that time period. Not that doesn't even count every other race I did yeah. that year, and I maybe did well on like one. And then you start like, like right that then, mentally then it's, mess. Yeah, you just it do the horrible. next one to do better, right? You're not. You do the next one to do better. You had a score to settle. <laughs> <laughs> the year of redemption, yeah, twenty twenty five. Yeah, title. yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Wise words. Thanks everybody spot. for listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another episode of the Pod Pod. Yeah, <laughs> one forty three. Well, we're gonna cut out the beginning and that little awkward middle. <laughs> <laughs> those, those of you listening, you'll have no idea what we're talking about right no, now. But that. if you have the opportunity to buy James a hot dog, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should do it. Um, just for be the right response. size. Though. Maybe yeah. that clip will be on YouTube. Yeah, that leave might us make a it. comment. Yeah, I might make it to YouTube. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for hanging on. It's been a wild ride. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. It's another episode of the Quad Pod. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Next Level Quad Pod. We really appreciate you spending time with us and listening to everything that we have to offer. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review and a rating. Those little things go a long way towards us being able to bring you more content like this. If you'd like to learn more about what we have to offer, please go to our website at goteamnltry.com. There, you can find out about all the different things we provide that can help you reach your athletic potential. Thank you again for finding time in your busy schedule to spend some time with the Quad Pod.